and welcome to the Motherhood Through the Mysteries podcast. I'm your host, Kate, and each episode we'll be sharing a story from our series, praying together, or speaking with a special guest. I'm so glad you're joining us on this journey as we seek to grow in virtue, encourage one another in our vocations, and explore the mysteries of motherhood and faith together. The first luminous mystery, the baptism of Jesus. Fruit of the mystery, openness to the Holy Spirit. Beloved of the Father by Michelle de Silva. One word to describe myself is planner. I thrive on lists. If you saw the number of books and planners that adorned a tiny closet prior to our first baby arriving into our world, you would be impressed, even nauseated, at the level of detail. Yet with all these plans, I wasn't prepared for what lay ahead. When the big day arrived, a 48-hour labor, postpartum complications, and unexpected financial losses concluded a most planned moment. The reality was before us. There wasn't going to be any party. We were facing debt, chasing doctors, and wrestling sleepless nights. Yet as we made our way to our daughter's baptism that morning, a beautiful thought filled my mind. A child was being welcomed into the kingdom of light. A child was being immersed into the luminous mysteries of God. Our faith was bigger than our little world, and God's love for us greater than our circumstances. And a tiny flicker of hope began to arise. In this first luminous mystery, the baptism of Jesus, we are invited to reflect deeply on this gift of our baptism. Having lived as an atheist my whole life, baptism, for that matter, any religious celebration had no significance. It was following my conversion in 2004 that I discovered that baptism is not simply a celebration of new life, but rather the visible sign of invisible grace incorporated into the mystical body of Jesus. It is our deepest identity. We all possess identities in this world. For some, it is money, for others, power and popularity. For me, I'd spend my whole life pursuing the world, seeking its validation, but continually running on empty. I would learn painfully that every identity the world offers has a shelf life. It cannot quench my thirst. When I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the lens through which I saw the world and myself was dramatically altered and transformed. In a world of fleeting promises, I discovered a deeply rooted identity, one infused within me like a mark of ownership, a mark that cannot be erased even with sin because it is placed on my very soul as catechism teaches us. I am indelibly marked. 
I am forever his. Pope Francis says, we are God's beloved children. This is our deepest identity. It is the first point of the spiritual life and we are reminded about it by Jesus' first public gesture. In Matthew chapter 3, we see first Jesus immersing himself in the midst of his people. He joins them, fully taking on their human condition. By joining them, he shares in their deep desire for inner renewal. Second, we see the heavens opening and the Holy Spirit descending upon Jesus like a dove and a voice from heaven saying, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. But what do we know of Jesus up to that moment? That he was born in Bethlehem? That he helped his father with carpentry? Our modern cynic crowd today would have questioned his ministerial credentials. Jesus hadn't healed the sick, nor walked on water, or raised the dead up until that moment. And yet the voice from heaven, This is my son, my chosen one, my beloved one. We live in a world of noise. There are so many voices luring us into counterfeit identities, telling us that we're not enough, that we need to be more, do more, be better. Only then are we worthy of belonging. Think about how many times we succumb to this old serpent's lie. How many of us sink into this deep hole of self-rejection every single day? In my whole life, living with a performance mentality, I know what it was like to see God and how challenging it was to see God as Father who loved me without conditions. I was also deeply wounded by words. Deep down, the child within me struggled, wondering if in the end she was just the worthless name she'd been called. Henry Nowen says it beautifully. He says self-rejection is the greatest enemy of the spiritual life because it contradicts the sacred voice that calls us beloved. It has taken me a whole healing journey to arrive at the revelation that though I may see many titles in my life, whether mother or wife or leader, sometimes I see myself as sinner, but God sees only one, his beloved. And so let's ask ourselves today, have we considered how different our lives would be if we agreed with a sacred voice within rather than the condemning voice outside? I love that the fruit of this mystery is openness to the Holy Spirit. In my conversion journey, God placed a Hindu convert in my path whose witness was palpable. Over time, I discovered that his family had abandoned him. He clearly bore the scars of discipleship, yet his face was ever radiant with joy. He had something I never had. As an atheist, my experience was not only confined to rebellion against God, but also people, mainly my family. The likeness of Christ is not produced only by imitation, but also in habitation. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. The first fruit of my conversion was repentance, followed by forgiveness. 
I began to deeply desire to reconcile with people who had hurt me and those I had hurt. Being scientifically drawn my whole life, I witnessed spiritual regeneration as the scales fell off and new sight was birthed. God was real and my life had meaning and purpose. I was not only a child of God, but also a member of Christ's body, an heir of the kingdom of heaven, as Catechism 1279 teaches us. At my baptism, I didn't just plunge into water. I plunged into my destiny as priest, prophet, and king. Over the years, I discovered gifts I never had and witnessed in places I never dreamed I would travel to. God brought healing in my family, and the deep restorative work of the Spirit continues even to this day. Friend, are you struggling to receive yourself as God's beloved? Perhaps take time today to meditate on the thought of what it means to be God's beloved. This is the image God holds of you. Is this the image you hold of yourself? We need to train our minds to replace the voices of the world with what Henry Nouwen calls the voice of the beloved. Also, what would it mean if we treated every person in our path as God's beloved? May I invite you to think of one person you can affirm this week. Affirming one another sets us free from the common cultural roller coaster of comparison and competition. When the heavens were opened at Jesus' baptism, there is no written record that it was ever closed again. The Spirit of God rested upon Jesus and never had a reason to retreat. Jesus walked in the revelation of being the beloved, operating under open heaven. And so can we. Today, wherever you find yourself at, whether with broken plans or secondary paths, in this mystery, you are assured of both, your destiny and your destination that is unchanging. The heavens are opened and the streaming light of heaven beckons you to come even as it moves you forward to carry his luminous presence to a world bereft of hope. The same world, my dear friends, longing to hear that voice, you are my beloved, you are loved about Michelle. Michelle Karen de Silva is an itinerant Catholic speaker housed in the little peninsula of Qatar. With an immense passion for discipleship, her vision is to see young people and women bloom into radical future saints. Her favorite moments include her time at home engaging with his fire starters over conversations coupled with karak and hummus. Whether preaching, teaching, or training, she never fails to return to Pope Benedict XVI. She calls him her go-to guy, who constantly inspires her to live out the call to greatness as an empowered woman empowering other women, wife to doting hubby, and mama to constantly hungry sheep. For more on Michelle, follow her on Instagram at Silva or visit her website, www.michelledesilva.com.
Thank you so much for joining us for the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review and share it with a friend. And don't forget to check out our website, motherhoodthroughthemysteries.com. There you can find a rosary map, read our first collection of stories, check out our shop, and find out how you can donate to help our mission thrive. Every bit helps. You can also sign up for email notifications, follow us on Instagram, and find our private Facebook group online. Until next time, Motherhood Sisterhood, Ave Maria.